you there. There was up the other way. No. Ah, uh, okay. Why? Oh, hey, how's it going, why? Do you have any more good, uh, good sex with Gil Gilmore? No, he hasn't given me any more overpowered stats yet. Oh, so that's what it takes to buy you, huh? You're just, uh, one stab for a stab? <laughs> Try to get a stick for a stick? Polish my knob, I'll polish your knob. <laughs> You make me laugh, and that makes me happy. Uh, mathematically, I think you're sound. I like your math. It makes sense. Uh, I just checked it. Looks good. Also, by the way, uh, what you gave me is, like, just kind of good. Uh, first of all, I didn't give you anything. You picked up the shield. I'm debating if this was a, I don't know if this was a good decision. Hey, what's up, man? What's the worst that could happen? Give me What's up? Can you believe this? Okay, guy? so Just I have actually a question. Is that actually in the module that there's something this powerful that's chilling? Yeah. Yeah, but that is actually in the module. The staff that Y picked up, that was not. But uh, the shield of the Hidden Lord is actually in that room and in this yes oh well you know that there's gonna be pain right uh, i like that that sounds good i like where this is going because I, I can't get hit by projectiles oh uh, yeah there's I, like some kind of magneto thing going on with that shield crossbow arrows all that it's just a no you. I've already used a tournament slot. Um, Isn't your AC already like 22? Like just baseline? Now it's 21. Uh, uh, with the shield. Level 5, 21. Come on. Come and, on. If I go, and if I go into my shell, I can have a 25 AC. That sounds... Balanced? So guess what there's gonna be a lot of? What? Slingshotting turtles. Oh shit. Slingshotting turtle. Also I need to revisit the um what was the guy's name? I forgot to take the note. The the super inventor man for my slingshot. Because I took everything away from Adrian. That was really mean of me. It's pretty rude. If I remember right, it was like uh, some kind of very shallow joke on Archimedes. Archimedes or so something like that. Yeah, I'm still gonna go visit him. Ugwe's. I like how no one's asked how old Ugwe is. They all think he's this old wise dude, but he he's like a teenager in tortle years. He just it's all those wrinkles, to be older. man. He's got it all in folds. Makes him look older than he is. I don't have any folds. Yeah, you got lots of folds. You got all the folds. Like fat stacks of cash and wrinkles. 
Because you're a turtle. Tortle. I don't have any cash. I guess uh, most of the money in this game is coin, huh? Yeah. Oh, also I can speak every language now, so thank you. Uh, don't remember that. Is that part of the <laughs> Yep. The fuck? I'm always affected by the spell tongues and spell protection from arrows. I do remember that shield being pretty boss. So, uh, no secret conversations anymore. And with my passive insight of 18 and passive perception of 15, nothing's getting by <laughs> Ugway. He sees all and apparently <laughs> is protected from all. Yeah. So you're gonna have to start giving your bad people enchanted bows, and even that won't work. I don't give them shit, man. I just am like, oh, this is what's in the module. It's uh, ancient white dragon. Okay, uh, ancient white dragon uh, tries to let's see what's this say. Oh, devour you whole, and you instantly die. Ah, okay, well. Shame, campaign over. GG, everyone. Well, that's unfortunate, everyone. Y'all want to reroll Strahd? All right. Dude, I would play Strahd. That is the other module I have. I will play that with you. I have heard. Yeah, all right, dude. Damn. Uh, I've heard. Uh, I was talking to this other DM who was running Strahd. He said it was kind of a pain in the ass. Oh, it is. But it's so much fun. I don't doubt it. It looks fun, but that castle, bro, I'm going to have to read that uh, probably like two or three times before trying to, trying yeah, to put I've that Yeah, I've read all three Strahd, and I really want to play it as a player. Ah, see, okay, all right. I'm literally going to build the most screw you ever build for Strahd. Could be a problem against a vampire. I feel like he might have um, Achilles' heel. Gonna build, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna build a blood hunter that's target is only undead. Right, just a Van Helsing motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna shoot wooden stakes from his crossbow. Where's everyone else? I might be adopting a cat. Oh, kitty cat. Mm-hmm. His name's Thanos, and he's completely black. That's awesome. Racist. No, kidding. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is the discourse, just like automatically, whatever you say, racist. Yeah, racist. That's cool, man. I like cats. That's uh, that's cool that you're adopting too. I might be adopting. I have to convince my dad first. That is the tricky part. He's allergic to. Yeah. I want to point out how I one shot a barb devil. I'm still immensely proud of this. Yeah, you guys might be a little overtuned, but yeah, definitely one shot and just off and things. Uh, you should probably get the Avery bot. What's the Avery bot? I sent you the link. I think I put it in the links chat. Yeah, so go up just above oh, the, the dice roller app. Yeah. I got. Um, I got the. Quite uh, frankly. Uh huh. 
I don't remember the last time Wise failed a throw. <laughs> um, Not saying anything, but you know. I was thinking about maybe heading over to roll 20. Fantasy Grounds has been giving me a little bit of lag. I'm not sure if it's my... my uh, I could actually do roll 20. Hardware, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be like a hardware or software. I'm out of spells, though. When do we get a long rest? The last time you guys have had a long rest was probably before heading into the Vanthampir Villa. When do we get a long rest? When do you get a long rest? Yes, when I need it. you take one. I... DM, don't play with my feelings like that, homie. I'm just saying you can have one when you take one. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm you try to sit down and you take one and you go to sleep and, and you know, something sneaks up on you. I was going to steal from me when I rest again. Yeah. No, I mean, uh -huh. could wake jokes up on him. Who knows? Jokes on him. He doesn't have enough strength to use the shield. Oh, that is funny. Because it is technically a large shield, you need like a 17 strength to use those. So. Good time. Just have your trails. Right, he goes to like heist the shield from you. He's like, huh? Huh? oh god. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, well, I can speak all. I can speak all the languages now. All the languages. I have all the tongues. So I also know who the person is. Gargaroth. Well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Uh, here, let me, let me count it out. Gargoth. Gargoth? Look, if you know who Gargaroth is, I mean, I, I, I've heard the name, but, you know, that's just like a rumor hearsay who Gargaroth was or who he is now. I heard he died, was the rumor. Got on Zeriel's bad side, but, uh, you know, something you don't want to do around this part. Zeriel? Well, I don't like Zeriel. Asmodeus is my man. Uh, Zeriel works for Asmodeus. Exactly. Ah. Well, maybe works for is the wrong word, but they have an agreement. And works for is two words. Also, I've been looking at homebrew clerics and stuff. I think I found a homebrew cleric. Do tell. Uh, I I'm still trying to find a good one. I said I think I found one. Ah. But I, I do have a Nine Hills Barbarian domain that is sick. That 
does sound that does sound fucking sick. That probably is why. It's awesome. At 14 level, you can literally summon demons because you're a commander in the infernal armies. Wow. I should have played him for this. Might have been more appropriate, but I don't know. Great well, cleric works too, actually. To know who I'm playing, if Ogway dies. If. Alright, win. Win, Ogway dies. Does that make you feel better? The fact that I said win? I've uh, abandoned all emotions. I haven't felt anything since uh, probably a few hundred years. Scientifically speaking, it is more accurate. At least, uh, yeah, 30% more factual. Some other party members. We had to sacrifice them all. The ritual required more bodies and souls, so into the pit. We all end up in the pit eventually, Agway. Hey, sorry, I won't be able to make this session. I'm so sorry not to tell anybody. You're good, You're man. Good, we'll man. Catch you next time. That's, that's happened to me before. Don't even feel bad about it. Alright, uh, thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, that kind of hurts the game, because with two people, it's definitely tough. Ugway, what did I tell you about having an opinion? I'm not allowed to have one? You're not in okay, the opinion class. Oh, hey, Milk, what's up? Hi. Send that to me. I actually want to play that for when I'm trying to. Yeah, start. send it to me, but also turn it down a little bit. I'll oh, keep it. I'll go ahead and put it up to the group. We're missing Wyatt tonight. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to make it. Uh, Y'all wanna proceed as planned or uh, postpone the game? How do you feel? Here. I mean, nothing's gonna kill us, right? No, pretty much, uh, I'm pretty sure it's all, well, it's mostly- We're already out of the dungeon, so- It's mostly? Back it up! No, it's totally mostly almost all combatless tonight. Oh, cool, a roleplay. I mean, I'm fine with proceeding. Now that I just have a depressed orc. Oh no, how'd that happen? <laughs> he lost his purpose. Oh no, that's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, realization finally hit him. He's like, what am I doing here? 
point just to suffer. <laughs> oh no! Like, I guess Uguay killing off his target was kind of a trigger for him. He just kind of didn't know what to do with himself anymore. He finally kind of put all his like strength and effort into this one thing for a friend and he didn't even get to go through with it. He started a whole revolution and everything and then it's just so anticlimactic for him. So the shock of that happening was enough to just push him forward into like what one would consider a midlife crisis. I'm gonna say is you should have been quicker than that. I mean you just kind of hopped down there, no warning, and killed her right off the bat. There was no way to be quicker than that. <laughs> hey, I only hit her, like, once, okay? It wasn't the plan. I just want to be clear here. I'm a good person. I'm just glad this is the only time in history anyone has come in on a movement and co-opted it and uh, turned it towards their own purposes. I'm going to go ahead and uh, recap here. Okay, that one's good. There you go. That one's a bit loud. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I know there's probably some stuff going on that we can't really understand at the moment. No, it's just, you can understand it. It's just not in front of you, so it's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm just like... I have the sliders in the wrong spot. Sorry. Sorry. No worries. Yeah, you're better than that, Jim! I'm sorry. Right, right. <laughs> Previously, okay, last Jim, week worry. on Cock Die, descending onto the Vantham Pure Villa, Adrian parted ways with the party, leaving Ugwe and Wide encounter Thavius Krieg, the high priest of El Torel, and unbelievably leaving him unharmed while looting eight chests. Shiny, sparkle, shiny, shiny. Adrian got loot and made good stealth rolls and was able to discover cultists, devils, and two secret passageways and a hidden mace and a hollow statue. Sherlock Holmes status whoop uh, before she could confront the Duke Van Thumpur uh, in all of her evil badness. Agwe stepped around the corner with some Voldemort Death Eater magic and one shot the big bad, sending her soul to hell. Huh. Hmm. We now rejoin our heroes in the midst of a blackout drinking session while Ugwe tortures prisoners. <laughs> he laughed eagerly as he looked down at his prisoners. So there's two of them, right? Just just rerun re me back over what's going on with them. Uh, there are two of them in separate cells, correct? Uh... One was like the Knight of Shield or something? No, no, that's later. You're not... How do you know about that? You uh, are not allowed to have there, Wikipedia. The, this is the apocalypse. The no, you said the female was part of the Knight of Shield. No. No. Yeah, you did. No, yeah, you're you did. you're metagaming and you're reading Wikipedia. There was no Wikipedia <laughs> in the Forgotten you Realms. Said that. You said that. You told Wikipedia me that last time. Forgotten Realms. 
DM, just clarifying, you said that last time. You told me that. I'm going to check the replay. Uh, uh, ref, this is a devil of your own creation. Red red flag. Yeah, no wonder, I don't what did I do? remember anything other than what happens to my character. It's nice to know that you don't care about Ugway. What? You told well, me. Ugly, she has a night of Is your doing, Dan? Just clarifying. Everybody's, everybody's quick to point the fingers. Everyone's quick to point the fingers and put blame on someone else. But when it comes to build the wall, no one's, no one's trying to help you out. Just check it, dude. You said she was nice to the shield, and also, the lady? also, oh yeah, the prisoner. You did say yeah. that. Hmm. Because Ugway was asking questions about them and telling them not to lie and stuff, and eventually they confessed about what they were doing. The guy was like some sort of uh, researcher or whatever. Not really sure. You're right. But you did say something about the lady being part of some sort of knights or group or whatever. Yeah, Knights of the Shield. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe, maybe that was a secret. But yes, well, you're correct. There are two people. I can forget it. <laughs> hey, damn. <laughs> Like, what's the knight of the shield? Yeah, what's the knight of the shield? Whoa. Hold on. I, I, I use shade of water to cover up both their airways. What? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, you do so. Uh, the second prisoner, as you look her over for a second time, is, like you uh, stated, aristocratic human woman, uh, but an old lady in her 70s. Um... Okay, I will then proceed to remove the water, and I'm gonna... I'm, I'm gonna just ask him. Sorry, I just had a bit of a brain fart. Where did our conversation leave off? Uh, well, you were gonna, you were going to let me out of this prison cell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I've actually decided against that. I think it might be best if you stay down here. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait! I can tell you more about that shield on your back. I already know everything about the shield. I attuned to it. <laughs> Then you probably had the pleasure of meeting the Hidden Lord. Yes. Uh, what is his name? Well, he's never actually told us his name, but he has made an agreement with a. Uh... I ask his name. I just, I just straight up ask him. I, I, I ask the shield telepathically what's his name. Hello. Yes, it's... my. Uh, hello. Yes. Uh, tell me your name, and let's be real, we've already lied to each other a lot, and I've called you out. You're not a very good liar, so maybe just, you know, tell me the truth. What's your name? Well, I'll tell uh, once when I was a magnificent archangel, my name was <laughs> Magnificent. Because you know I was so magnificent, so that was my angel name. I was an archangel, you know. Now what is your name? Very powerful, high up in the uh, angel society I was. <laughs> Very powerful. I'm, I'm going to block him telepathically. You can actually, so you um, break telepathic contact with him, but you notice that the shield 
like it's in this shape of a demon's face and it starts to move the teeth actually like the gems and the sapphires that make up its teeth start to like buck and move and it actually starts talking to you face to face like not telepathically anymore it can speak the shield Shield, number one rule. No, I was very powerful up on the mountain, and at the very top, I looked down upon that. Yes. Shield, you see that person who is she? Who is she? And I want to point to the older woman. Ah, yes. Well, she is part of a cult, if you will. They worship me. I don't know why they do these things that they do, that they think I'm pretty great, though. Are you talking to me telepathically, or are you saying this out loud? That was out loud. Uh, shield rule number one: only talk to me telepathically. Yes, yes, I'll only talk to you telepathically. He says to you out loud, Unless... very loudly. Shield, make me go put you back up on the wall. <laughs> Let's not be hasty. Uh... <laughs> talk only telepathically, please. I'm begging you here. So he actually uh, speaks to you through your mind, and he struggles. You can tell, like, this guy's just barely on the knife's edge of sanity. He can kind of control himself, so he is speaking to you telepathically, but he is shouting inside your mind. Just an octave too loud. Shield, dude, when's the last time you went to your therapist? What is therapy? I don't know what you... I. Look, I, uh, uh, this one in particularly, she is a part of a group that is trying to use my supernatural powers to bring this city down into Avernus. It's uh, perhaps a similar thing that happened to El Terrell. It's the uh, uh, downfall of the city. You need a, a catalyst, if you were. And my own awesome power is what this uh, organization is trying to use me for. How much do you care about these two? And I'm going to point to the male as well. Also, do you know who he is by chance? Uh, doesn't look like... Um, no. No, no, they wouldn't know. No, no, never seen him before in my life. What about the woman? Yes. Yeah, she's definitely part of the cult. And how much do you care about her? Well, uh, frankly, they've stymied a little bit, you know, stagnated. I thought they were in a... had some potential. I thought they'd bring me back uh, to the hells when they sank the city into it. But, uh, frankly, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be very successful. I am going to say, and do you know what will happen to me if I kill the member of your Knights of the Shield? Uh, I'm assuming, uh, wonderful things, actually. You should totally do that. I'll reward you, uh, if you kill both of these people. Let's just be clear. You want me to kill these people, so the Knights of the Shield come after me, and then they get, you get to them, and then you get in your friendly friend. No, 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 friend. Come on, I wouldn't do that. I have your back. Is he lying to me? Is he lying to me? He's the telling end. the truth. No deception insight check, or is that the actual truth? So with your passive inside of 18, he 
looks deep in your eyes and the sapphires that make up each one of his eyes glint and sparkle and he says I will never betray you I want an insight check <laughs> go ahead what type of signs would the shield give off to tell you it's uh, lying 13 21 total uh, he's lying uh, the shield, um, it glistens in a way that you suspect is rather suspicious. I thought we already went over the fact, don't lie to me. Uh, come on, I, I, I've, been, uh, I've been in the shield a long time, friend. I mean, I, 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 I'm just a little desperate, you gotta understand. Adrian. Um, mysteriously, you look behind you as Y is, um, he looks like he, he puts his knees together, or it looks like he has to go to the bathroom, and he just turns around and sprints out of the dungeon. Why is not my concern? I'm drinking away my sorrows. <laughs> Plus, Y is a big boy. He can handle himself. I would say Rayla probably comes up to you. Oh, wait, was she with... Nah. She was with Ugway and Y when they went to see... That yeah, Ray was with Craig. me. Oh, yeah, Rayla's with me. Her. No, no, no. She probably stayed with the group when you guys met back up. I would figure well, at this point she would see you drinking yourself to... <laughs> trying to drink myself to under the table. Literally, and uh, she's going to walk up to you and say, um, No, you can't always run from your past. Not everything turns out like you might Her think. Past. This was like 30 minutes ago, not even. <laughs> Adrian's going to set the bottle down. And at this point, he's not entirely gray, but you can see it kind of blotching his skin like someone with uh, Ventilago. But like vastly progressing, <laughs> so he's just kind of pink and gray at the moment. Right, he's got the uh, splotchy cow kind of thing going, where he's like part yeah. pink, part gray. Gotcha. Yeah. And he's going to look really straight now. He's going to be like, I'll keep running for as long as I have to if I keep avoiding it. There's no reason to sit down and think about it. I have a brilliant idea kill the cow while he drinks drunk. <gasps> Are you trying to make him commit suicide? <laughs> I have a brilliant idea. But yeah, he'll pick up the bottle again and just down it, smash it like the rest. Rayla will walk As over cycle. and kind of look over the bottles, look through the wine. She's picking up a bottle, putting it back down, checking the air, blowing off the dust. She'll pick up one of the nicer bottles that you notice is probably upwards of uh, 10, at least 10, 15 gold pieces, brings over two of those bottles, put one in front of you, uncorks her own. So now you're trying to share a drink with me. I think I invited you to that when we first met. Set and setting, friend. You got to be in the right place in the right state of mind. 
Ah, so my state of mind had to be absolute shit. Sometimes you gotta go to a dark place to understand where other people are from. Can I tell you a story? Molly's up for a good story. Why does Rayla sound like a 50-year-old? This is chain smoke. Don't you be asking me why Rayla sounds like an Irish person all of a sudden, all right? <laughs> it was <laughs> Russian for a second. What's happening? Oh. I'm scared. <laughs> Rayla, Rayla's a ninth-level demon. She's from the ninth-level town. Run! Run! That is Rayla Changeling. <laughs> Rayla's skin peels away slowly as what's revealed beneath is... Uh... Oh my gosh, she's a lizard person. <laughs> Explain why she's so cold. Either way. Yeah, no. Tell the story. She puts her chair back a little. Takes another swig of the wine. It was over a century past when the great troubles began. Fiends roamed over the lands to the north and the west of El Terrell. Fields were despoiled. Livestock slaughtered, homes were raised, and people dragged off to a terrible and unknowable fate. Terror gripped the hearts of all. The city's cavalry rode across the land, striking down fiends wherever they found them and suffered fearful losses, but it was never enough. For every fiend they destroyed, it seemed like there were two more appeared elsewhere, and the ruler of El Torrel, El Torrel the High Rider, asked his people to pray to the gods for aid. Everyone's ang astonishment, a mighty angel entered the city the next day. Her name was Zariel, which means companion of light. The prayers of El Torel had been heard, and help had come. Zariel located the gate through which the fiends were entering the natural world. On the fiends of the dead west of the city, in the fields of the dead west of the city, Zariel declared that she would lead the cavalry into Avernus, destroying the infernal hosts that were amassing there and striking a great blow against the forces of darkness. The Hell Rider sent out the riders of El Torel, now numbering in the many thousands, with Zeriel at their head, riding a golden mastodon. With a great cry, Zeriel and her army charged through the gate. The legions of Avernus trembled and buckled, but did not crumble. Zeriel was defeated, and the remnants of her army returned to El Turel, overcome with grief at the loss of their glorious general, but confident that their lords of the Nine Hells would think twice about threatening El Turel again. There was a great celebration to honor the valiant knights of the cavalry, who became known as the Hell Riders from that day on. This like gonna be like the Thor thing, where it's like, oh, I don't talk about my past. Oh, go ahead, you're not there, bro. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Adrian's gonna sit there intently listening, despite his drunken state. He realizes that this is an important moment for Rayla to be opening up to people. When she's done, he's gonna take a nice long swig of his drink, and he's gonna be like, "That's rough, buddy." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some things happen, and, you know, sometimes the optics, you know, the myth is more important than the actual facts of what occurred, and I understand that you had a purpose, and your purpose was to kill the Duke, but 
You know, sometimes the deed is more important than uh, than the story, but sometimes the story is more important than the deed. The fact that she's dead is what's important. She didn't die by my hands. I kept the promise to Mortlock that I would be the one to do it. What's a promise if it isn't fulfilled? It's simply empty lies. The Hellriders lead their life under the shadow of empty lives. I am one of these Hellriders, and I, every day, feel your pain of knowing that, knowing that the goal that we set out with was unaccomplished and that we fell very short. And how do you deal with it? You get up. Honestly, you fake it till you make it. Half of it. I could use command. <laughs> like a single tear is just gonna stray down Adrian's cheek. He's just so he's so heartbroken. But he's gonna just wipe it away quickly and down the rest of this nice wine. Man, this stuff tastes so good. Which uh, wine is great? Who would have known despair was so great? Oh, no, it's delicious sometimes. I agree, friend. Oh, boy. How did I tell you? <laughs> At this point, he's, yeah, fully morphed into, like, the gray with, like, an undertone of pink. Like, if you just press down on your skin, I guess you could see pink. But, like, for now, it's just entirely gray. I'm so sorry. You did this in <laughs> You know what? No. You know what? I'm chalking, I'm chalking this up to important character development. Ha. Either way, he's gonna get up, finish putting some wines in his bag of holding, and just try to straighten up as much as he can when you're a little bit buzzed. Is he drunk? I mean, essentially. I Let's guess. go ahead I mean, and see how drunk Adrian is. Go ahead and make a constitution check. It's just a regular check. Twenty. Well, yeah. eighteen plus two. So your uh, cheeks are feeling a little warm. You assume you're flushing. You're a little blushy, but uh, you're feeling nice, light, light on the toes. Good drunk. It's like good. Dang it! Why do I have to be so good, Colin? Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! I'm even a good drunk. You're really can I choose. fail that save? You can choose to fail the save, yeah. I want to fail. Okay, you choose to fail, so you just you find the line. You're feeling good, and you just go a little bit further. You take one of those cheap one silver piece bottles, and you chug that down. That's that's gonna hurt tomorrow. That that's gonna be a headache, but. <laughs> Bump into if you're the reading this, the wine is now. <laughs> Alright, so you guys start making your way out of the dungeon. Ugway, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna use shape water and kill both of these people. Um, oh my god. DM, quick question. Go ahead. Uh, I drink about like seven or eight wines. How many were in there? Because I'm taking all of them. Go ahead and add ten oh uh, bottles of... Um, 
put in your inventory 10 bottles of 10 gold piece wine and then add as many the walls are just coated in uh, racks and racks of bottles of wine so as many I'd say up to god bag of holding yeah probably up to 50 one silver piece bottles of wine are available if you'd like to take the time to put them in your bag of holding yeah I mean I don't see why I can't yeah, so you go ahead, uh, find some boxes. You're like, all right, well, these will work right here. Start loading up the boxes, and you put in uh, 50 bottles of one silver piece wine bottles. And you're Jesus back Jesus Christ! Time to become a drunkard, boys. Right. Ugway wants some. Really, for a full Ugway is it suffering. Right. Ugway just is oh, living off the high of the kill right now. You don't need this. Ugway <laughs> has his own problem to worry about. Go talk to your demon sugar daddy about it. Sugar daddy? Uh, I mean, he does protect me from any projectile. It's not magical, so okay. All right, Agwe, so we're back over to you. You are filling up these prison cells with water? Uh, No, I'm using shade water, so just... I'm gonna, I'm, before I do this, though, I'm going to say, give me one reason why I should let you both live. Uh, the first prisoner, the, uh, the nerd human male, Erudite, he, um, he can see the steel look in your eye and he says, uh, well, uh, I can help you, uh, with that shield on your back. I can, t I can help you, uh, figure out what's going on with that shield. Please, p please, please, wait, 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 pal. Do either of you have families? Yes. They both nod. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. I don't are they, be, are they both being truthful? Yeah. They both being truthful. Yeah, this guy's in his 50s, this woman's in her 70s. Yes, they have family. Ask them if their family's alive. Are your families alive, and how young are both your kids? Uh, they both, like, are just jumbling their answers back at you because they're both pretty nervous. Oh, yes, I have five children. Each of them has three children, a 14 granddaughter. Is that On my the, wife's is that side. The, is that the woman? No, that was the man. And the woman's like, <laughs> she's got her own answer. I have 26 children and I have 100 grandchildren. <laughs> oh no, these blatant I'm gonna lies. A, I'm going to call the woman a horn killer. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. just like, my God told me to do it. God told me she was a whore. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. She drowns to death as you shape water into her cell. And you, sir. He is uh, at the back of his cell. Wait, 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 wait. There's a woman, Sylvia, uh, Silvara Savikas. Silvara Savikas. I don't have any notes. She... I don't, I'm not there to take notes. What do you mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give these to you later, please. She is a wizard, a tiefling expert on the nine hells. She can help you with that shield. Please wait. <laughs> this guy's okay, just sobbing. Them after they gave them information. When I release you. And I release you. If you do anything to betray me, no, no, I'll, know, I'll take you to, okay. I'll take everyone, you to Silvaria. Listen to me. Listen to me. Everybody you know, everybody you have ever loved, will die. He doesn't say anything. He just trembles in the back of his cell. I want you to swear your fealty to me. I swear. Is he being honest? Yes. 
he being honest? Yeah, he, he's uh, he's urinated himself. He is completely shivering in fear of you. He's being honest. Probably some, and don't speak of this. You'll Never. Pass my friend. You'll pass my friend on the way out. I think she's in the alcohol cellar. I know that. Would I? Can mm-hmm. I make that educated guess? Yeah, I think that's where you left her. Okay, I'm gonna say go to her. She'll get you what you need. So change your pants, mum. Okay, yes, all right away, sir. Absolutely. Disgusting. Disgusting, lad. Oh, you believe this guy? Disgusting. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. All right, he'll uh, scuttle out of the prison cell and he'll make his way over to you. Adrian, and as he does so, you look around the rest of the room, and other than uh, a few overflowing chamber pots and uh, moldy bread being eaten by maggots, there's nothing of interest inside of the uh, of the two cells. So I just have the man coming up to me, just absolutely scared and. Dirty, I guess. And a witness of a, a murder, this poor guy. So he'll come around the corner and very sheepishly look at you. Uh, uh, h- hello, are you are you friends with the turtle? Adrian's going to scoff and be like, "What do you want?" I, I was told that you are, uh, you were enemies of the cultists. That you'd get me out of here. I, I can help you. That man. He. I never told him anything about the cult. Just the, to be clear. The, the cult down here, the Dead Three cult. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, he but, sees the dead bodies and stuff as he's walking. So. These dead bodies and, and the the shield he has, I can take him to, I can take you guys to Sil- Silvaria and Candlekeep. Adrian's going to put his hand up and be like, don't waste your breath, just come with me. Th- thank you. He could definitely see the shoulders. Relax, as he can tell. Finally, someone competent and not insane. Uh, are there, there? You said there's a kitchen in this uh, underground place, right? Because uh, I saw the people leave from it to, with the sandwiches. I, I didn't know where that is. So, in the floor above you, there is the villa, which has its own kitchen. However, the cellar that you just walked through, it has its own little cult kitchen for the. Uh, I'll go to the. Yeah, I'll go to the cult kitchen. Seems like the easiest thing at the moment. Alright. Yeah, so you walk through the cellar, through all the wine bottles. Rayla kind of tips back and gives you a nod as you cross through the kitchen threshold. Where's the... Sorry, just a quick question. Where's the girl that was with Frederick? Is she still with Frederick? Like, just behind him? Oh, the young young woman? I believe you left her upstairs. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Nothing to worry about, uh, right? Because Adrian just left, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going. My stuff stopped working for a second. Oh, sorry. sorry. Do you want to? Okay. Still your coping. I'm a generous murder turtle. Ah. The kitchen does it have all the stuff I need to make a sandwich? It sandwich. does. All right, I want to make four sandwiches and find some... Oh, no, I don't need water. I'll just give him some wine. 
All right, yeah. So you take off a big honk of meat that's hanging up there. Start chopping that up. You find some bread. It's a little stale, like it's been down here for a couple of days. Just pretend it's toasted. Don't worry. Does she need to make a performance check for how good the sandwich is? No, it's not a timed event. There's not a, a time crunch. So I'd say you take your time. You break off the the the, <laughs> the rotting moldy cheeses into the bread, and you take the meat. It's just blue cheese. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Food poisoning? Never. Uh, my con seems pretty good. It'll be fine. Man, oh you have God. four sandwiches. Alright, I'm gonna take the sandwiches out to the uh, the guy and set some on the ground and then take out one of the bottles of wine and set it down as well. Alright, as you do so and as you come out of the kitchen... You see, oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, here it is. The guy not mentioned this on his way in. Around the corner, you see a tressum trot into view, apparently ignoring you as it passes by the table you just sat at with your sandwiches. Its wings lay resting and folded on its back, and it lightly pads its way by. The white gray furry, uh, the white gray fur fades to a silvery feathered wings that be that bounce slightly. The tressum looks at you, Adrian, walks directly up to you and starts um, mewing as it approaches and starts rubbing against your leg, and it's uh, it's doing those like little. Uh, kneading bread pirouettes where it's like trying to to rub against your leg and then turning around and then rubbing the other side and purring loudly. Just like I a demon cat? I'll pet it. It, it continues I'm... to purr loudly. Yeah. This is Adrian's cool thing. You can tell it likes, uh, it likes you. Adrian, oh, wow. this is your cool thing. Uh, I know. And I'm going to turn over to the guy with the sandwiches, not really stopping with my hand on the trestle, because that's kind of common, honestly, I mean. And I'm going to say, all right, eat your food. The cultists have some robes and stuff, and I'm sure there's probably working water somewhere in the villa. We'll get you cleaned up, and then we'll leave. I'm also going to hand Frederick a sandwich. Frederick takes a sandwich and... uh... You can tell he's pretty hungry. I mean, he's a th- he's a thin butler gentleman. So. Oh no, Frederick. No, oh, no, madam, it's fine. I have to start feeding you well. Well, I appreciate that, madam. I do try and keep uh, in my old age. I try and keep the weight on. It's difficult these days. It really falls off you once you get past seventy. Ah, oh, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Grandpa doesn't have a problem with that. <laughs> The tressum you see uh, down by your feet is like licking uh, and uh, eating up the scraps that fall down. Mm. It's pretty cute. Uh, I'm also gonna hand some wine to Frederick. Thank you, milady. I appreciate that very much. Mm. Everyone just needs to eat every once in a while. I mean, just enjoy some wine. All that good stuff. Absolutely. It really takes the edge off. It's funny. I 
I see Slobberchops has taken a liking to you. And he throws down a little piece of his, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at Fudge and be like, who what now? Oh, the family of Anthem Pure Pet. The Duchess has had Slobberchops for quite a while. Odd little animal, I believe. He's some kind of byproduct from a wizard experimenting on cats, but... Sorry, very, no. very wonderful creature. This one in particular. Great, great attitude. It's wonderful. And he's going to look down at uh, Tressum and kind of squish Slobberchops! His name is Slobberchops! <laughs> he's going to look down at Slobberchops and he's going to cup his head in his hands. He's going to be like, uh, so you're without a master now. This is your chance to be free, you know? Uh, he'll look at you with big doughy eyes and be like, Freedom? I've always been free. Kind of ruffles his wings. <laughs> so you're, of course, doing this of your own whim, then? I'm a cat. Oh, yes, cats are the rulers of everything. There was at no point where you were enslaved, you were doing the enslaving. Well. I'm glad you see it from our perspective. Eh. I have a bit of a experience with the animals. Well, I mean, at least our, you know, in the when the cats rule everything, we have at least pulled a facade, a veneer over everyone's eye where they believe they are the master and that they are providing a warm and cozy environment for us out of their own choice. The illusion of choice is what makes them happy. Free will. That's what we've given them. You're quite the majestic and manipulating creatures. Start purring. <laughs> Hop onto your lap. He'll continue petting. He still seems kind of dejected, but being able to pet the Trustum has given him something to focus on. And now he has another person to add to the little posse. Animal Posse is continuing to grow. Ugway, are you heading back to uh, the... I'm just looting, like, just quick looting, so it doesn't take them a whole time. Just looting whatever rooms I can, uh, and looting the body of the woman. Right. You look through her stuff, and you find... Assuming no weapons, nothing, no she was enslaved, yeah. What do I find? She just a seven-year-old that was captured. Yeah, you just find an old lady's body. She was just the prisoner, didn't have anything on her in her cell, or anything on a person of note. So cool. no body what, tattoos what like or scars or anything like that that would be yeah. of importance? That's kind of what I'm looking for. Actually, no. You can tell that this woman was of a high-born... Uh, I do strip her bear to be sure. Like, okay, thank you for yeah, clarifying. Boy, sure. Yeah, you get that seventy-year-old body sure, out. Of there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know you had those type of taste. That would explain why you burned. I'm them just gonna, I'm just gonna, Damn, I'm just kinky. gonna clarify. You guys have yet to ask Ugwe's age. You're Ugwe, you've an only old been girl. killing old ladies. You killed the Duke. That's you the killed only way that he old can lady. If he's killing bar. an old lady, it's fine. Ugwe, why? He doesn't. He's pleasured by people in pain. Tell me that it's second degree. <laughs> ah. 
Alright, are you in your weird twice? Sorry about that. So you look around the rest Wait, of the room. How rooms. old is Rayla? No, looks like the only room that you haven't been in is this one up here. So, you know, Ogwood's a young woman. And he's like 20. A human age, he's 20. Portal age, he's like 3. So, Ogwe, you make your rounds of the rest of the dungeon, and all you find is a cold storage room and a dining hall, which seems to have two long tables in it. In addition to the cold storage room, it just has a a couple of empty hooks hanging and one flayed boar carcass at the back. Nothing neat. All right, I'll head back to Adrian. And using my last, I'm like, Adrian, we really need to rest. Gestures to the table where he and the no, like, two men that for, he has picked up are. A few eating. hours. We need to go back to the end. Uh, and with that, it, it is. What's the animal army at this point, Adrian? They're in this room with you. Can I get behind Adrian? Because uh, command is not somatic. Actually, it is somatic. I'm gonna go mingle. I'm gonna go. Oh, well, why do you want to get me? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go mingle with the animals, and I'm gonna use my last spell slot, cast command, one on the cow and one on like a lion or a big dog. Oh no. Interesting. So you're trying to command command. Just, just so we're clear, this is at second level, so I can command two creatures. Ah, I'm trying to get see. the big dog to kill the cow. Tell the cow suicidal, make the dog want to kill the cow. Alright. Uh, what is the saving throw on the on the cow? Or on the uh, cow and then uh, you probably... it saves. It is what it saves. Him? Mal. Mal. Mal? Did they get? The, what, what do they got to roll on their save? Wisdom saves. Yeah, so a wisdom save of what? Uh, they failed. <laughs> What'd they get? What'd they both get? Because it's 16 only. Yeah, uh, both 16. of them failed. Okay, beautiful. Dog's command, do everything in your power to murder the cow. Cow's command, suicidal. I'm pretty sure you can't command someone to commit suicide. I command we, we you to kill yourself. We, we, we clarified suicidal was an okay word. Suicide wasn't. No. I realize it's a one word command. So if I'm you're trying to get the dog to kill the cow, wouldn't it just I realize, be like, I realize. just don't move? I'm, just gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna... Yeah, but I can only use one word, so it's hard to kill the dog. So suicidal on the cow, and dog's word... So stay. Word... Like a dog, you would tell it to stay. And the dog's command is, huh? Mm. Is this a sheepdog, like a cow dog? Uh, it's a lassie. It's uh, a border collie. <laughs> hey. Is it used to hoarding cows? You know, uh, a herd dog. It's uh, uh, I was mistaken. It's actually an Australian Shepherd. I was I was wrong. Okay, beautiful. I'm gonna say job. For the dog. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So those commands: suicidal and job. So you get to make of those what you will. Woof. 
And the cow is now suicidal? Uh, the cow... Uh, <laughs> uh, the cow has all its horrific nightmares of being uh, trapped in a fire in a barn that was maliciously started. The horrific cries of its master screaming in the background as it makes for it was, safety. Just to be ah, clarified, the ah. old man is still alive. I only killed the woman. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the shrieks of the, that woman who burned alive is what the cow hears as it lies down, exposing its neck to the dog. Dog leaping across the room, trying to claw out the jugular of this cow. Uh, taking three damage. Yeah, so Adrian, right behind you, you see this cow launch into... uh, She sees? Wait, wait, wait. Just to be clear, you said right behind her, and she sees. Yeah, yeah, I guess she doesn't see so much as feel blood splatter across the back of her neck as uh, the dog rips into the cow behind you. Oh, my God. Are you serious? (laughs) You don't know it's ugly either. That's the best part. So the cow's just dying. Mm, yes. Or is he dead? Ugway walked in the room, cast a spell, and all of a sudden the dog she attacked the cow. She didn't know I cast a spell. Just being clear. Well, I know Ugway walked into the room and my animal started acting weird. That is weird how those <laughs> things coincidentally <laughs> happen. You go weird around Ugway. Ugway will leave after. No, Ugway will stay. <laughs> you leaving the crime scene is suspicious. Ugway would stay. Ugway's intelligent. So, oh god. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it's so, mine. I was gonna say, hey, hidden or Is that what would. Do you like cows? Adrian just watches the scene play out in utter horror as blood and viscera spray from the dying cow's body. His eyes seem to darken and the overwhelming despair seems to just take over. His skin color darkens from that of its once pale gray to the now graphite silver gray and he stops petting the tressum in his lap and just screams out in pure agony and despair (laughs) as tears just float down his cheeks and he just hits the table with his fist and starts shaking. Is the cow dead? Yes, the cow bleeds out its last as Adrian slams her fists into the table. In his mind, in his mind, no facial reaction. Ugly's gonna scream, VICTORY! (laughs) Adrian's gonna get up from the table and walk over to the nearest wall and punch it with all of his might. How do you continue his loud screaming and crying and just breaking apart? I'm a, Adrian, are you are you okay? He's not even responding. It's just straight up screaming and yelling and crying and just you can tell that this is this was his breaking point. This is what Adrian, really we may did be able to bring him. the cow back. We may be able to bring the cow back. He's not listening at this point. It's just I guess I, try I can and... say he's gone into like a sort of rage. I get through to Adrian. Oh shit. So yes, Adrian is raging. And punching the wall. Adrian's <laughs> raged and is just beating the shit out of the wall. I like it. I think I've done a bad thing. What what language is Adrian screaming in? Orc. Oh sweet, I understand that now because of my cool shields, and I'm just gonna be like, oh, what is she saying, shield? Oh god, fuck that shield. In my mind, of course. 
the shield's gonna turn to you and um turn to me he's just just in the mind he has his own little shield body with two little legs yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna remember oh yeah yeah right telepathic telepathic uh she's pissed <laughs> what is she saying oh sorry exactly. he's pissed no he, he's I had, uh, it's real mad real real mad what? and bad Real mad, what bad. is she saying? What is he saying? Exactly? He's really just repeating a bunch of slurs and a lot of cursing. I couldn't tell you. It's just, it's not good company. <laughs> it's really, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Wanna, are any of them total slurs? Oh my God. I can't believe <laughs> my mother would perish. Like if a and shield. And then Adrian's just going to lean back and. The way you see people in Dragon Ball, dude, just outright just scream. <laughs> it's just the most gut-wrenching, ear-piercing scream that a person could let out, similar to like a war cry that is just filled with so much pain and despair of just a person on the verge of breaking, and that's just what he's doing. And he falls to his knees, and he just hits the ground one last time before just sitting there in silence. Okay, you look over and Adrian is screaming like Vegeta on a meteor going Super Saiyan for the first time. I get Adrian's guidance. You cast guidance, Adrian. You have a D4 on all of your checks. So you guys are just in a, a violent flu uh, fury of emotion. Uh, is she in a flurry? Can I start making her go mentally insane? I'm gonna use the Mogger tree and I'm gonna create the small sounds, just ominous movies in her ear. Oh my god, no! Please! Just the sound of the cow dying very lightly in her ear. Agent's gonna reach into his bag and pull out a dagger. No. So as He's you... gonna hold it to like where his heart is. He's just I'm gonna be gonna shaking and, and he's clenching his teeth. Adrian, are you gonna let him pull the dagger away from you? No. I use mold earth. I'm gonna hold on with all my strength. I use mold earth and put it around her chest area. Why do you have spells? You haven't taken a short rest. Shut up. I have cantrips though. Alright. Um So what are you doing with this uh mold earth spell? I'm protecting her heart area. Alright, so a, uh, a small Adrian bit of... Adrian will try to stab through it. Alright, go ahead and um, oh, actually without... Suicide. Yeah, the oh, dagger moves right through the, the small layer of earth that Ugwe had thrown up to protect you. Like, if you want, you're going to be able to make an attack roll on yourself. Alright, I mean, if I'm trying to hit myself anyway, I feel like I should just be able to do that. Be rolling. No, you have to roll the hit. You have to roll the hit. What if it's like a coup d'etat? Not just called a coup d'etat. There's a thing where it's like you prepare a whole two actions just to, like, mercy kill someone or whatever. Coup de gras, exactly probably. Sure what, I'll a coup de gras. I've never, I haven't heard that rule, but that sounds like a thing. Mhm. Mm because I've had it happen in where a session where someone was like sacrificing themselves or something. They coup de gras themselves, bro. I think she has to hold a hit herself. <laughs> So you guys, in this heated moment, look over to your right, and you notice a staircase leading up uh, right as you're about to stab yourself through the heart, very Romeo and Juliet. 
Agwe, you notice at the same time Adrian does uh, as you both look up uh, there is a staircase leading upwards from the cellar that you're in. You deduce, well, this is probably beneath the kitchen above. Adrian, come on, don't do this. Fuck that staircase, I want to die. <laughs> Agwe's going to do everything in his power to make sure she doesn't die. Okay, I'll roll it a hit. Go ahead and roll. Can I give her disadvantage because I'm trying to stop her? Nope, you gave me guidance. <laughs> That's the opposite of disadvantage. But if she raves, she loses the guidance, and I'm going to drop concentration too, so you don't have the default. Uh, I don't think it's, I... a con it's a concentration spell. I can drop it. Interesting. For some reason, my stuff isn't rolling. Hold up. Eat it. You don't have the guidance. Well, this is fine. I have my rage. Is that advantage to attack yourself? <laughs> uh, I don't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. Essentially, being in rage is kind of backwards for me because it gives me resistance. Yeah, you have resistance to all piercing attacks. So the damage so I just is keep dying. I just keep stabbing myself. That's all you gotta do. I mean, it, it seems pretty I'm straightforward and simple. Life out of her hand. Man, I've heard of seeing red, this but this is ridiculous. I'm ripping the knife So what happened? Did you, uh, what'd you roll to hit? I had to restart the thing because it nah, wasn't rolling. I gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Maybe the moves in the air were a little... Alright, uh, 16. 11 plus 5. What's your AC? 14. It's go ahead and roll damage. So it's a 1d4... You have resistance. Plus my rage damage, which is two. But you also have resistance. So? Are you recklessly attack? No. But why not? So you get advantage, and then the person trying to attack you gets advantage, so it's just free advantage. Because mm -mm. reckless attack has, like, drawbacks. Oh, uh, that's right. two damage plus two, which is four. So I'm taking two damage in total, and I'm just gonna attack myself again. Yeah. I'm ripping the knife out of her hand. You could try. On your turn, you can go ahead and try that. But yeah, Adrian, go ahead and take two attacks on herself. That's uh, that is something a uh, horrifically ah, depressed barbarian back. would do. Attack. <laughs> Alright, the next attack is... Why won't you roll, goddammit? 24, 18 plus 6. Yeah, was, uh... Alright, gotta roll damage. Ugwe, you just see this uh, barbarian losing pink color fast and then becoming even grayer as she, or uh, excuse me, as he stabs himself twice. Damage is a natural four, plus the rage damage is three. In total, I've taken five damage. Did you do your resistance? The what? Your resistance. With rage, you get resistance. Yeah, she's doing the resistance. Damage. She's having it. Yeah, right. I'm having it. Yeah, Gwai, so you oh. see this uh, barbarian just stab, her, uh, stab himself twice right in front of you. 
And you look inside yourself and you and you realize this is my fault. I did this to I did this to Adrian. Does Ogoy take a stain on his humanity? Do you? No, there's no such thing. It was a Vampires of the Masquerade reference. <laughs> I'm going to jump at her and rip the knife away. Go ahead and make a strength test, uh, or excuse me, a contested strength check. Uh, Adrian, go ahead and roll. 19 plus 4. So wow. That's 23. Really impressive. How do you have, wait, how's your strength so high? Are turtles that strong? I get plus two for being a turtle. Wow. Turtles are buff. Yeah, turtles are really good. It's impressive. The only like drawback to a turtle is the dark vision. I don't get any of that. Adrian, what do you get? Just a twenty-three. I think we tied. Ah. Tide goes to the attacker, though. That's how it does with hits. That is true. So, Adrian, you just feel the knife slip out of your grasp as the surprisingly strong turtle pulls the dagger away from you. No. Just barely. Can I just bite myself or something? Or <laughs> bite yourself? Go ahead and roll a unarmed attack against yourself. Alrighty. Ugly. You see this person attack? bite into their wrist, trying to do as much damage to themselves as they can. Twenty hits as this person just froths and bubbles blood out of their mouth, their own blood. That's alright. Uh, four damage plus my rage damage, which is two, having that six. So total damage currently is seven. Gotcha. Well, eight actually. Oh. Yeah, Andrew, the I'm gonna put whispers in her ear, and they're gonna say, "This is the cow from the afterlife. Don't do it to yourself." Don't let my dead death be your catalyst, please. please! I know that's not how you. my cow talked. <laughs> I'm doing it however the cow talked, because I did speak You don't know the how cow. the cow talked. I did, I did speak with the cow, so... But you were threatening the cow. You don't know how the cow, the cow. I know that cow. I know that you cow better than anyone. You don't know that cow like I know, know that cow. <laughs> I know that cow better than anyone! Man, that cow and me and we're tight. We're so close. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doing whatever imitation I can, and then she questions the boy and says, I'm in heaven now, I, I, I'm an ethereal cow. Lies. Yeah, me and that cow are I thick as cream. A, do I need to make a deception check? Either way, I'm not listening. There are literally whispers in your ear. But I'm raging. Go ahead and make a deception check. Or is it persuasion, because she's raging? I'd accept as either she... a persuasion or a deception check, but... Yeah. Uh, 18 plus 3 on my uh, persuasion check, so it's a 21. Just stop, Adrian. You're so, better. Adrian, as you bubble through the blood dripping out of your wounds, he's making a very convincing argument that the cow's in a better place up there in dairy heaven, making cheese for all the gods. Sounds really nice, actually. It's just like corn <laughs> puffs, cheesy puffs, as far as the eye can see. Just wonderful puffy cheesy puffs with the clouds would wonderful be. Wonderful puffy cheesy puffs. 
Hadrian's gonna let up a bit, still not entirely okay. And he's gonna spit his blood onto the floor and just stand up quietly. The animals slowly make their way closer to you, looking for indication of what you're gonna do. Frederick and uh, who's this guy? Fin- Finney? Phineas? Finster? Phineas? I think it's oh, Falister Fisk. Phineas and Frederick. Frederick, Phineas, Falister, and Fisk. Uh, sorry, so no, it's just Frederick and uh, we'll call him Fisk. Uh, so Fisk. yeah, these two, Fisk and Falister. Um, one reaches out the butler. The seventy-year-old gentleman puts a hand on your shoulder. Sir, I think it's time to go. Hayden's just gonna nod quietly and not even look back. Just keep going. um, Just clarifying, uh, earlier, like near the start of the sessions, uh, you gave me six greater healing potions. Okay. Okay, just just clarifying. Uh, I'm going to toss one of those at Adrian. I'm gonna I'm gonna lie to her and say it's like wine, but better. That's not a lie. It is like wine, but better. That's the truth, Adrian. Do you catch it? No, he's not even gonna make any effort to listen to Ugly. Do one of the butlers catch it? Because this is like a pretty valuable potion. Shouldn't have given it to me. Yeah. So, uh, Ugly, as you toss over the greater potion, it bounces off Adrian and smashes on the floor. Smash. Hear it shatter. I'm gonna go start looking it up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So you guys. Look no, over. actually, I'm gonna let the animals look it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like look it up, look it up. You know, like try and direct them to it so they can get it. The tressum actually does go over, swatting out a uh, rabbit and another cat out of the way as it gets there, and does actually <laughs> look it up. Good, 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 good. And then I'm going to down one myself. So I get 44. I think you got to roll that. 44 plus 4. No, no one gets the benefits of that uh, potion, unfortunately, as it was oh, smashed. No, not, the not the, not the one. I, I had six of them, so I used one for the people, and then I'm using one on myself because I'm injured. Yeah, nice. So go ahead and roll up. Um, is greater 44? Yeah, 44. Wonderful. I got 20. 20. Let's go. Nice. All right, but yeah, you guys make your really way good. up out of the Vantham Pure Villa. Just realized 20 to max. Let's go, dude. I'm so lucky. Out across the grounds and out of the walls of the uh, stately, uh, stately grounds. And you look back, and the whole group kind of trots out, slobber chops, the last one out, trailing you, Adrian, in your, in your wake. And um, the place has a particularly strange vibe. Outside, it looks peaceful. You would never have guessed there's a horrific dungeon of torture and horrific pain below. But now that you've cleaned it out, Baldur's Gate can rest safe, knowing that uh, you guys have made it a little bit safer. Um, Now, uh, all of you standing outside uh, in front of the mansion... You realize that you were asked by Captain Zodge to take care of the cult of the Dead Three, and you have done so, murdering the head of the cult and successfully disposing of the threat to the city. 
uh, you figure it might be a good idea to report to the captain that you've done so, so he doesn't put out a bounty on your head. I'm going to do so then. Uh, urge Adrian to follow me. Adrian doesn't listen to Ugly. He's doing his own thing at this point. He's going to turn back to Frederick and um, pull off the curved javelin that he fashioned into a collar and just break it off and let Frederick be free. Thank you, madam. I do appreciate that. That Freeing thing was starting Frederick. to cause a blister. Freeing Frederick? <laughs> Run, Frederick. Be free. Saving <laughs> Private Frederick. Get out of here. I never loved you, Frederick. <laughs> Is this saving gonna comment to turn, turn, Turns out all that. of Baldur's Gate was just saving Private Frederick. Mm. Over we win B&B. Yeah, he's going to toss the collar to the side and then continue on forward, letting Frederick do what he wants to do. He'll kind of stand there, not sure what to do, and he'll look around and say, uh, if you ever need anything, I'll, I'll be here in the city. I believe I'll start a business and maybe work my way up into the Merchant's Guild. Yes, I think now that I'm out on my own, I'll make a life for myself. Oh, Frederick's building is getting burned down, just so we're all aware. What's that? No, I didn't say this out loud. Uh, out loud? What do you mean? You said you were going to burn my building down? Why do you <laughs> refer to me in the third person? <laughs> Standing right next to you. I'm sorry. Sometimes I have mental bouts. It's some sort of magic on me, Frederick. I, I would never... I fear this thing inside me might be wary of me. I don't know. I can't control it sometimes. Later on that day, Frederick learns of an arson of an old cheese farmer. <laughs> Just don't look into it, Frederick. I'm sorry I ever said that. Here, in fact, and I'm going to give him 100 gold. Go fund your business. Thank you. I'll use this to clean up the cow carcass in the cellars. Very appreciated. Thank you. Are, are you using... Are you? Do you plan on using the Vantham Villa as your business? I don't... I think that would be wise. You know what they say. Never wear a dead man's shoes. Why do you need to clean up that cow carcass, Frederick? Just leave the villa. I'll take care of it. Oh, well, I appreciate that. How were you planning? What By what means were you thinking of taking care of it? Well, Mortlock's happy now. Oh. Uh, because of... And... The other son was not looking so good when we saw him. So, uh, I was thinking... No, 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 I didn't. I think you did. Just for the greater good. I think you definitely did. You definitely I think you need to, I you think you need to shut your mouth. Frederick <laughs> and Adrian, I think you both he need definitely to shut didn't. your mouth. He definitely didn't kill the, the thirst world boy. I did not see that. <laughs> you killed him. We all saw you kill him. You can't hide from your sins. Ugly is just a sinner. Adrian's gonna start walking towards the, uh... Whatever his name is. God. Captain Zodge, you guys remember. Captain Zodge. I'm going over there as well, just to be clear. Very good, He's so. gonna give a sort of shooing motion towards Frederick, not even a wave. As much as he enjoyed his time with Frederick, and it did indeed build a friendship with him, he just doesn't have the energy anymore. Exasperated. 
And as he's walking, he's going to take out one of the uh, silver piece bottles of wine and just drink it slowly as if he was nursing it like a, like a baby. You catch a couple odd glances. You see that it's not normal. It's not typical to see some people, especially who are supposed to be a part of the Flaming Fists, drinking in public, but it's not exactly uncharacteristic either as you make they your way. Fight me. Over to the wall, uh, to the Basilisk Gate, where you remember that Zaj was guarding against the flood of refugees streaming from El Torel towards the city of Baldur's Gate. Your, uh, Gil. So you all pull I'm following up. her. No? Huh? following her just to be clear. Yeah, so the, the party's still together, and you are still trailing an animal army behind you, which uh, the parade does gather a couple of raised eyebrows as you arrive at the Basilisk Gate, and Captain Zodge swaggers out from his post up to you, uh, and he addresses you, Adrian. Ah, well, uh, good to see you back here. Uh, wonder where, what, uh, one more of you, uh, where, where's the monk? Wasn't he a part of your party? Dead. Adrian doesn't answer. He just has like the most almost empty sort of expression. What happened to this one? Uh, she's a, a little rough right now. Do you have any uh, depressant, antidepressant pills? Uh, okay. Uh, how did your sign <laughs> on the Dead 3 uh, elimination go? All dead. I made sure of that. Fantastic. That's pretty surprising. I had quite a bit lower expectations from your crew. You understand. You do realize, I don't know if you heard me, but I took her head. Just to be clear, I took the woman's head. I actually do remember that you uh, horribly decapitated the Duchess, yes. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to pull out her head and toss it in Zodge. Um, What are you doing with the Duchess's head exactly? Oh, just, I just know about the conspiracy. Just a bit of proof that the contract is over. You understand that this was one of the leaders of the city, right? <laughs> um, but she was also evil. Well, we have a lot of that evil. evil is subjective. Technically, in the guidebook, I'm lawful evil, but you can't. You, you can't. This is going to cause a problem. You understand? For the Flaming Fists, we are an organization well, uh, that are, you are killed our alone? boss. Have, you killed our fucking boss. <laughs> oh. Well, she, was the leader, she was the leader of the Dead Three, so you said kill the Dead Three. Look, you didn't think that pertinent information might want to be run by me before you start executing the leadership of the city? She was also the leader of the Dead Three. Yeah, but that's not exactly well known. I didn't know that. You're just telling me that, and now I got to take your word for it. And I know you're not part of the Dead Three now, and the the cult isn't under your control. Do you want to make an insight check? Tressum starts purring loudly as you watch this back and forth between Agwe and Captain Zodge. This is not Adrian's place. Adrian doesn't get involved with politics. Uh, Adrian helped too. Adrian Look, don't try woman, and bring. Don't you dare. Yeah, don't don't try and bring in other people. This is clearly 
your fault. You're going around and you're trying to make a uh, claim for power by killing the other leaders in this, and you're consolidating no, 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 no. power. And I could see through you, Tortle. I know that you're trying to do this. Just kind of curious, what do you roll on insight? Uh, actually, uh, he's this poor gentleman is probably gonna have a minus to his uh, <laughs> he rolled uh, an unnatural one. Um, well, do I need to make a persuasion check to beat that? Your meeting, your argument with Captain Zodge is interrupted by the arrival of several Flaming Fist soldiers clad in plate armor. From inside this wall of swords and steel steps an armored woman with a white cloak and gray hair. Are those oh. maniacs who have stirred up every nest of the rats in this godforsaken city? Commander Porter, says Captain Zodge. I was told you wouldn't be back in Baldur's Gate for at least another ten day. That's what the city's government wanted you to think, Captain, she replies. Turning to you, she says, I trust you've been adequately compensated, Tortle, sir. I, mean, I, I killed the leader. Uh, I don't really care that she was the duchess. She was the leader. Uh, no, I haven't been paid yet, no. Always had a rather negative opinion of the lady, Van Pure. It's only a matter of time exactly. before she, she got hers. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, doesn't this mean that, uh, what's his name, our, the other brother, who isn't dead and isn't Mortlock, becomes the leader now? Well, she turns to you at that question. The oh, city... no, I'm not asking this to anybody. I'm asking you, DM, uh -huh. as player. Ah. Uh -huh. Just for confirmation. She's asking you. Asking me. That was mean. I'm making fun of uh, an impediment. I'm sorry. I used to have one of those. I know. I don't think I have one. I'm sure I'm fine. Well, that's hilarious. We're all in good company. Yeah, I had a bad stutter, too. Uh, no, I can't say my S's. You would know that the leadership in this city has fluctuated. It's like a power grab of all the different powerful merchants trying to vie and uh, maintain control. The Vantham Pure family was rising like a bullet, especially during all this uh, chaos with the uh, the disappearance of El Torrell and the disappearance of the Flaming Fist leader, Uldar Ravenguard. So you know that he's missing. He's the leader of the Flaming Fists, this mercenary army that is uh, running and protecting the city. And I forgot about him. He hasn't come up. He's just Amric. been missing. Amric was his name. Yeah, Amric said that if his mom dies, he rises to power. Ah, yes. So the four dukes that rose up during the this power vacuum as the leader of the Flaming Fists has been gone was um, one of them was Uldo Ravengar, the leader of the Flaming Fists. Another one was the Duke Van Thumpure. There are two more that I don't have notes in front of me about, but uh, these four uh, people were in command of the city here. This lady, uh, name's Ugly, by the way. Uh, do you want her head? Because I don't really have a trophy wall. I don't have a home here yet. So Lyra I need, like, a... is my name, and yes, I'll take that. And she pulls the head away from you, walks over to another guard, and takes the spear from him, and spears the head on one end, walks over to the gate, and then takes the spear into the ground just on the other side of the gate. The crowd kind of ooze and hushes as she does so. Let me give her a little gulp clap. That'll prevent some of the merchants from overstepping their bounds, I assume. 
You. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take care of your drinks to that. So. You three will need to do an errand for me. I trust that you have the agreement between Thavius and the Dutch Devil Zariel. And she'll look over towards um, who has the cube? I think you have it, Agwe. I stole it from me. Yeah. So why has the cube? He's not currently the on it. Oh, why I stole Wyle's it? I was gonna take it to his. Yeah. Uh, his. You know what were you expecting from why? Let's let's be honest with ourselves here. What were we really <laughs> expecting? So uh, Liara is going to wink at Y and say, "Take that cube over to my friends." Uh, so, Syria? Damn it. This... Why is not here? I know why is not here. Not stupid. But she is going to ask you to visit. I need you to go to Candlekeep and open that damn box. I think it has we'll, something. We'll get, it, we'll get it done when our friend is back. He took it from me. Right, right, all right. I think it has something in it. Talk to Syria. Uh, about pay. Hmm. Oh, is the businessman, you turtles, very sharp witch, all of you. She'll nod over at uh, Captain Zaj. And he will bring you. I feel like he's got to bring you something, right? Yeah. Uh, also, we were originally promised 100 gold, but I feel like we've done a lot more work to deserve more than that. Well, perhaps if you wanted more rewards, you should set your own stakes. For now, sorry. take the we infernal puzzle box to Sil Silveria. Silveria? Yes. I already got that name in my book, ma'am. Fantastic. Go make contact with her, and she also might be able to help you with your shield. I need help with my shield. In fact, you can do this. Can I try and feed him the dagger? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, that's pretty soul eater. I like that. I know you like it like that. Uh. I get that, get like that. So, uh, yeah, you guys look over and you see Agwe trying to cram uh, this dagger inside a metal shield and it's kind of clanging around and the dagger is getting scratched up a little bit from the gems and the sapphires that make up the, the teeth of the shield. Uh, but at this point, Lyra, uh, Liara is just kind of hurting you all like a group of, uh, of cattle out towards the gate. And your backs are about pressed up against the gate. She gives a, a little bit of a hand, a hand motion to one of the guards who opens the door and the gates swing out wide into a sea of refugees. Uh, the Flaming Fist uh -oh. soldiers are holding back a tide of Eltigardian refugees. Uh, and you are all pushed out onto the other side of the city gates, and they are closed behind you. After a few moments pass... Uh, and the crowd pushes in against you. You're almost being pushed up against the now closed gate. You see Liara on the gate house above you, looking down at you. Thermography. Hey, can you let us in? So I'm gonna make my voice boom very loud. 
they hear Thank you. you uh, Liara. <laughs> Liara uh, looks down at you and says, Tortle, I've given you a task. Uh, hop to it. I want to get paid for our last task first. Uh, Drew will set off towards the end where he know Amrick was. Okay. I will. You can just talk down the goal. I'm not a picky turtle. So, uh, Zaj, uh, grins a little bit and then tosses you a sack of 100 gold. Adrian, you also see a 100 gold sack wheel through the air as you make your way. Uh, back He's just going to let it hit him in the back of the head. He doesn't care. <laughs> I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to scoop that up. So, Adrian, these guys are trying to kick you out of the city to stay inside. Uh, it's going to take a dexterity check or maybe a stealth check I'd also accept. Cause, um, oh, wait, why are they trying to kick me out again? I'm not the one who murdered their leader. Right. Uh, so, Liara has um, kind of grouped you all in as the same uh, party. And she is assigning you all another task as she is uh, putting you on the road. Uh, so uh, it's kind of like a deceptive, uh, stealthy uh, maneuver that you're going to have to pull to kind of detach yourself from the group as she begins to uh, push the rest of the party onto task. I'm going to try and stay in like the a city. Stealth. I will take, does it have to be dexterity? Since you were speaking with Liara... It's going to be at disadvantage. Uh, it have to be 20. <laughs> so stealth is 22. Yeah, so like a puff uh, of smoke. 16 minus 2 You've and managed. an 18 minus 2. So 14 with the 16 minus 2. Yeah, with this many eyes on you, they're going to see you, uh, unfortunately, with that. I'm going to, I'm in my spite. As I walk, start walking out, just to one of the guards, I'm going to use the monitory on his whispers. Jump, you fool. Do it, coward. Jump, 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 jump. <laughs> just in spite. Why you such a murder hobo, Jesus? I'm not a murder hobo. I'm just spiteful. The shield. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to see Amrit. Okay, Adrian starts making her way down uh, back to the low lantern. The shield sees you taunting that guard and it's like yes tell him uh, to it, jump he has to jump we want a big scratch yes i i i completely agree wonderful and yes I'm tell gonna, him to jump I'm, make I'm him jump push on. him push him yes oh. <laughs> I, I, I hate the shield i'm just gonna keep ominous whispering so they don't know it's me until he jumps so you continue Wait, to no, troll the different guards though, on the before i finish gate. though before i fit but uh, i'm gonna target one guard who doesn't have a family you're gonna what? I'm going to target. Just tell me if there's any guards up there that I find that don't have a family. All right, you um, you start looking across the basilisk gate for a victim amongst the guards. Adrian, <laughs> you... oh, also I gotta leave in like thirty minutes, just so you know. Oh, good. Uh, thanks for because... the heads up. Uh, we'll do a, a short session today if that's the case. Thank okay. you. Adrian, you make your way back to the Low Lantern, and it is, it's an odd time of day. It's that uh, transition between dusk and the sun is just cresting below the waves, and you see that flash of green as you go below deck on the Low Lantern and make your way down the second floor, the second 
Blow deck? Not sure how that's stated. Ed Fine, Amrick, at the back uh, couch at the coffee table, minding his own business, where you left him. I'm just going to take a seat down in front of him. Not really up to saying anything at the moment, but... He'll go ahead and let you sit, not say anything for a while. A couple pleasant moments pass before he stands, gets up, goes to the bar, orders a couple drink, and sets a very fruity-smelling, fizzy drink down in front of you. <laughs> Funny. Adrian doesn't care, it's free booze. He uh, goes ahead and knocks back his own drink, smiles a little bit at you. Wasn't expecting to see you back here so soon. Adrian's gonna finish at least half of this fruity concoction. Actually, Adrian is still great. Taste. Is Adrian what? still great? Like, is Adrian yeah. still? Okay. He's not gonna be pink. He's just gray now. It's <gasps> very silvery no. gray. Like the Amber noticed gray. <laughs> Amrick notices. Amrick definitely notices, but he's a gentleman. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> so as Adrian finishes off the half of his drink, he's gonna turn to Amrick and be like, "So I guess you haven't heard the news of your mother's passing." Surprisingly, I was aware, and he. Uh, grins a little bit as you see slobber chops jump up onto his lap and he takes out a little piece of uh, meat, it looks like, dried meat, and gives it to slobber chops and who uh, begins to purr as he pets him on his lap. I see you've made a new friend. <laughs> well, I suppose I was just chosen by him for whatever reason. I don't think he'd be too on point with me considering him a friend that would mean we're on the same level well slobber chops is not exactly a devious soul like the rest of us he's hard is simple and can be won over with food hmm. just like any animal i suppose well we're all animals my dear but some of us have darker machinations and we play games, we strive for power, but there is something comforting in a creature that has more honest values and motivations, wouldn't you say? I guess it is certainly predictable. It's noble. You always know where they're going to land. It doesn't matter the action. It doesn't matter what the predicament is. The always act the same way uh, circumstances may change but you can predict what they'll do I suppose I was once like that yes that's why I asked you to deal with my mother I knew you would be successful by the way that's why when she you arrived Agent's just gonna go a bit sad at hearing that last part <laughs> No, don't and he's feel gonna like finish a off the drink. Don't feel like an instrument that I used for my own devices. That's not what I'd like oh, no. to think of my business partners as. Do not worry. I am 
very much fine with being considered a tool. That's what I've been my whole life. Oh, Adrian loves different. to be a tool. Well, sometimes you're the hammer, and sometimes <laughs> you're the nail. <laughs> he doesn't really take to... I guess he doesn't really care much about being used. It gives him purpose, and it gives him something to do. It makes it so that he doesn't have to think about what his next actions are, or what he has to do in those certain actions. No, of course not. I mean, at a certain level, we're all mercenaries getting by. It doesn't matter. There is no real right and wrong. It's only power. Actually, I think Adrian's background is kind of mercenary, though. So yeah, he finishes the drink, puts it down, and just leans back quietly. Yes. Well, now that it's over, I suppose you'll start pulling things from behind the scenes. Well, slowly, I'll assert my dominance on the city. You don't want to grab too much, more than you can bite off, than you can chew, as it were, but I'll slowly assert my place in the city and make sure that secure, safe won't be easy. Uh, yes, other news. Your well, brothers Mortlock is missing and Thirstwell, well he didn't quite make it out. Tragedy. He smiles at this news. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure it is a tragedy to lose one of your kin. Yes, another rival. Uh, it's terrible that I won't have to compete with him any longer for the fortune and the power, but I will survive. <laughs> I'm sure you will. You're quite a strong-willed man. Thank you, yes. Now, please don't, don't weep for me. I'll make it. I <laughs> would like to finish our business with each other. Now, our agreement... Well, that will be honored. However, since you've proven such a valuable ally, uh, I would uh, be more than willing to provide you with any other equipment that you might desire. Plus three great axe, plus three great axe, plus three great axe, plus three great axe. <laughs> I'm sure it's within reason. Yes, well, on your way out, I'll have my assistant. Uh, meet with you. Make sure you're well stocked for your journey ahead. You have many assistants. I would expect no less. And he's gonna reach into his pocket and pull out Mickey and just toss him onto the table and be like, I have no use for him anymore. Oh, oh, well, hey, what are you doing? Oh, we had an agreement. Alright, I'll have him back. See, they always come crawling back. He uh, holds out a hand, and Mickey jumps onto the hammy, puts him on his shoulder. Hmm. He's going to get up from the seat and give a sort of slight bow to Amrick before making his way to the front of the tavern, I suppose. Amrick will give you a nod. 
pleasure doing business with you. And Jeremy will hop out of your backpack and hop onto your shoulder and be like, eh. Hey, you believe you believe these guys? These guys are ridiculous, and uh, I left Mickey a little something that he's gonna find out later. Tattoo on his back. Agent's <laughs> just gonna mumble, "You sly devil." Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, can't let them forget. You gotta make sure they remember. You know what I mean? As you make your way out of the little lantern and back into the city. So I'll go ahead and I'll uh, I'll DM you the exact reward that Amrick uh, she, cool, she gets a cool reward too. Now we all have a cool item. I'm gonna have to look up what a because uh, I'm not seeing it here in the module what the reward is specifically. So I'll I'll look up what it was supposed to be. But I'll send that all over right. to you post haste. But as you make your way out of the Low Lantern Tavern, somehow, miraculously, by a, uh, a real chance of, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Not serenity, synchronicity. By a true happenstance of synchronicity, you walk by Ugwe at the same moment, and you're like, no, you! Damn it! Wait, what? Yeah, but... He's not gonna worry about Ugwe. At this point, it's just... Ugwe, who's that? Whoa! Ugly's gonna be like, hey, lady. A guy? I'm gonna say, hey, lady. See if that gets Adrian is a, a gentleman. I know. I'll not have you dead name anyone here. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try and just, because uh, I gotta go soon. Um, A little bit earlier than I said. I'm so, so sorry, Adrian. Mm. Um, at night, I'm gonna try and sneak back in, like, after I take a long rest. I'm gonna try and sneak back into the city. Um, uh, sneak back in. Ritual cast gentle repose on a cow, and then leave again. Okay, gentle repose just makes it so they don't rot, correct? Yep. So it can be revivified whenever I need to. So you sneak all the way back into the upper city, past the gate. Into the Vampire Villa, which you had just deserted, and it has a very corpsey smell already to it. And you cast uh, Gentle (laughs) Gentle Repose on the cow. cow. And you see that the the wounds where the throat of the cow was torn out by the dog kind of stopped bleeding as much. All right, then I'm going to pack, like, or I can, I'm going to carry the cow corpse. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, like, <laughs> to wherever I can keep it headed from Adrian, but where every day I can come back and do gentle repose. Interesting. Uh, uh, yes. uh, DM, I have a question. Go ahead. When someone is under command, they know directly afterwards that they were commanded and by whom they were commanded by, right? I believe so, yes. So that dog would know that they were commanded to kill that cow, right? Yeah, no, so no, 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 no. It was not a command to kill the cow. It was a command for the dog to do its job. And you so the back, dog would still know. And you see that there is a look of horrific guilt on the dog's face. You know that look when dogs, like, they tear up the place. They tear up, like, the toilet paper or the tissue box. 
and you get home and they're like on the couch and they look at you and they're like, what? Uh, well, I'm guilty, but uh, you don't know what I'm guilty for until you find that, until you find that mess. Yeah. That's the look he has. That's the expression this dog has. And I'll look back to that dog and kind of kneel down and pet him on the head and be like, it's, it's not your fault. I know. I know, I still feel it. bad though. Agway, <laughs> 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 anyway. you Is find like... the cow body and you find a secluded spot to hide it inside the city. Uh, it's kind of down by the water, but you're able to kind of hide it up underneath. Just, just one so of the you dots. know, that's what I'm doing every night. I'm coming back and I'm using gentle repose so the body can still be revivified. Understood. Okay, I'm going to go now. Bye. <laughs> Later, buddy. See you next week. Bye. All right. Surprisingly short session. Yeah. Short session this week. Everyone got a little busy. I think we're going to go ahead and kick you guys out of the city. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did I do? Nope, nope. The city's had enough of you guys. I didn't do anything. No, nope, no. Nope. Guards anything, just come and they're like, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. The guards come over. They're like, yeah, these are the ones. And they hustle you guys out of the city. Can't I just lie my way out of it or something? Uh. I mean, I technically didn't touch the duke. <laughs> You know, I was just in the room. I kind of just was a witness. I'll testify against them if you need me. <laughs> I'll be a Karen. Oh, oh God. You yes, get Karen as your lawyer. Look, Karen's my lawyer, and she wants me to be a Karen on these people. And frankly, I named my daughter Karen because, like, you know what? It's just a strong name, and I really support. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Oh, God. The Karen's just as bad as the N-word now. We can't say that. Oh, my gosh. It's funny how, like... It's the it's the offense, uh, it's the offense Olympics. Who can take the most offense? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask about, like, that magic shop. I actually wanted to go get an enchanted great axe. Oh, let's do it. So, uh, you make your way over to... Gilmore's Glorious okay. Goods. <laughs> this is GGG. Yeah. Cool. I'll leave the animals outside as usual. So you tell, uh, you turn around as you arrive to this conical shaped building that has a slight gradient uh, in this particular one. Uh, this is a two-toned building of green. It has a dark, dark, deep leaf green at the base, which gives away to this more of a lime, light neon, bright green at the top. You kind of spin around, ask all the uh, animals, hey, okay, whoa, 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 you guys wait out here. I don't want to be a bad customer and make a bunch of a mess inside with all knocking things over as you make your way <laughs> in. But to the bull. <laughs> yeah talking to you <laughs> uh but a few of the cats and the rabbits uh, and a couple of the birds still 
ignore your advice and make your way in with you to Gilmore's Glorious Goods. And you are greeted with an array of curious objects, glass, all these intricate, delicate instruments around you on the shelves. This stuff he's never really seen before. He knows nothing of magic other than the few animal things he can do. And you don't see anything that that you would have a lot of familiarization with, but you do see some very impressive heads, some busts, some heads, a lot of interesting taxidermy that you appreciate. You see a falcon, a very large moose on the wall. Hmm. It's going to take some time to admire those. I mean, it's great craftsmanship, Jesus. In this day and age? Yes, yes. Uh, hard to come by these days. Uh, Gilmore comes around the corner and sees you uh, admiring the moose. And he's like, yeah, so. Yes, I shot that one uh, about five years back. Monster, that one. Absolute uh, journey to get it out from the backcountry. I had to hike it about seven miles. Anyway. He kind of looks over Gilmore's figure, and he's like, uh, that's quite a feat for someone of your stature. Oh, well, I may not be the strongest gentleman out there in Baldur's Gate, but I do try and keep up my physical physique. And he'll start doing like a, a one and two and three and four and <laughs> do like a little squats and hold his arms out straight in front of him. And you're like, wow, this guy is not dexterous or <laughs> he's not flexible. <laughs> This guy looks like he's been working in an office for 20 years. Oh, God. He might just have. Who knows? Like, about how old does Gilmore look? Uh, Gilmore's kind of timeless. He could be anywhere between 30 and 50. Oh, Jesus. All right, then. Agent's going to stop looking at the moose, and he's going to turn to Gilmore and be like, I assume you're the owner of this establishment. Indeed, my fine lady. I've been uh, working here at this particular Gilmore's Glorious Good in Baldur's Gate for about seven years now. And he's going to make sure that the animals aren't running around messing with things, as you would expect them to do. And he's going to ask Gilmore if he has any great axes and things of that sort that might be enchanted. Oh, well, I'll see what I have in the inventory. And he'll turn around and go over to one side of the room that somehow just kind of folds out of that part of the bookshelves. Very Inception-like. And he'll start going through different cabinets and corners and uh, and cubbies. And he'll pull out, like, okay, no, 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 this hardwood from the deepest of your enforce. No, this quite isn't right. Okay, all right. Adrian isn't too familiar with this wizardry. So uh, he's no, just no. going to take looks around. Absolutely. I'll find what you need. Uh, hold on one moment, one moment. I'll be right back. And he'll walk into the back room as you kind of go through the different shelves. And you see this particular part of Gilmore's Glorious Goods, the weaponry just looks vicious. You're seeing different kinds of whips, poisoned arrows, different kind of throwing mechanisms that seem to operate more on a tensioning, twisting system than an actual, like a lever. It's not the, the mechanism of propulsion is not something you've seen before, but it looks very effective and deadly. 
Uh, eventually, after what seems like just a little bit too long, he comes back and he puts three different axes out in front of you. One solid metal and is cold to the touch, and the other two, well, they don't look particularly... They don't look particularly inspiring. They look sharp. <laughs> Everyone loves a sharp axe. He's going to turn to Gilmore and uh, point to some of the weapons and ask him if he made them himself. Oh no, my dear, I dare say. I've just uh, become a bit of a collector and I understand the weaponry does command a, a very high price point, but I myself am more of a lover than a fighter. Alrighty then. So Adrian's going to look over some of the axes, picking them up, testing their wit. You know, like he actually knows his way around a great axe. Gilroy will raise a couple eyebrows and uh, uh, and just kind of admire your uh, physique and say, "Wow, that's not the first time you've swung an axe, is it?" <laughs> Agent's just gonna pause at that and kind of raise his own eyebrow a bit for trying to go back to looking over the axis. So the other two are pretty similar in uh, appearance, correct? Yes, yes, they're very similar in appearance. I'll say that there's hardly a difference between them except the resistances they offer, but I'll leave that to your own design. Well, it really depends on what you're looking for. The agent's gonna pick up the colder axe and actually start swinging it rather gracefully for once, like he's actually testing the swing. Uh, yeah. Alright, I'll figure out what axes specifically uh, will be available for you. I actually did try and look up um, some of the axes that were available in this module, but nothing was appropriate, if that makes sense. Appropriate for, like, the level we're at at the time, so it wouldn't be game-breaking. Oh, no, I don't care about that kind of thing. Are you kidding? The other two guys have already got game-breaking stuff. Oh, uh, just the squishy one, then. <laughs> Sucks. But, no, I'll figure out some options, and then I'll send them over to you. The ones that I didn't think were appropriate were just, like, this... In the DM handbook, there's, like, these really cool pictures, and this one I was looking at was just this gold like one-hander and I was like well that's not who who who's gonna use this this is more like a scepter this isn't an axe anyway I mean it would give me like the two, option the two hand axes since Ooh. I already have like uh that feet that lets you like dual wield that would be sick <laughs> then like I can the... do four attacks oh that would be super sick yeah, I'll send over some options for you. I'll include a one-hander axe in there so you have that capability. Thank but, you. But, uh, yeah, those are the options that Gilroy presents to you. He's like, yes, absolutely. And we can we can some kind of agreement where we could put that on store credit, perhaps. And we also accept uh, uh, trade-ins, uh, different weaponry. If you'd like to put that as uh, towards your purchase of one of these weapons, I could... Uh, Arrange that if uh, cash, if liquid assets or something you're uh, not in possession of that isn't in high uh, supply at the moment. Uh, he reaches into his bag of holding and takes out one of the ten gold piece things of wine. 
Oh dear, well, where did you pick up this uh, magnificent bottle of wine? I think that's rather unimportant. Quite so. I'm, uh, forgive me for asking out of habit. I do apologize. I, uh, so yeah. And uh, how many of these were you uh, planning on including in the purchase? Uh, he'll, he'll put about five in there. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, well, I can offer a discount of 50, 60. Uh, we'll call this a yeah. count of, uh, discount of 50 gold towards your purchase. Cool, yeah. Absolutely wonderful. And he'll slide over the axe uh, that you chose uh, towards you. Well, figure out what that is. Like, oh. How much is it in total at the moment? Because I do have some gold on me. Well, uh, your total currently for that piece of equipment will be uh, 450 gold pieces. Jesus, okay. Hmm. And since I do appreciate these vintages, we'll call it uh, 400 gold even. going to reach into his uh, bag of holding, pull out a small pouch, uh, measure out 400, 400 gold, and uh, slide it on the table. Alright, go ahead and mark off your inventory, 400 gold. Gilroy will take up a uh, interesting box that you realize as he puts the coins into as a sorter. As the different coins that you handed him, the different gold pieces are sorted into different stacks. He takes those out packages them into different rolls and then puts them away in this kind of uh, this belt this coin belt that he has on his hip uh, he also then puts on a green visor and starts smoking a cigar well wonderful doing business with you my lady uh, fantastic and if you ever find yourself back in Baldur's Gate you will swing by <laughs> one I'm sorry <laughs> this is just gonna keep happening brother bro bro Thanks for coming by. My dude. My man. My man. <laughs> I figured this would stop if I wasn't pink anywhere, but it keeps happening. Hmm. I think, um... I, I, I'll get it. I, I think I... It, I'll slip up, but I'll, I, can, I think I can do it. I think I'll just ignore it for now. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, I guess. Cool. Yeah, I'll keep trying. Sorry. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. So you uh, wave over your shoulder as uh, Gilroy checks out your butt and gives you one of those golf waves <laughs> as you walk away, his favorite part. <laughs> I think it was a mistake coming to this store alone. You gotta be careful around Gilroy. He might uh, pull a Harvey Weinstein on you. Oh no. Oh yes. He'll uh, do a Ron Jeremy on you if you're not careful. Yeah, I'm just going to hurry up the shop as quickly as possible with my newfound axe. Yep, you better skitter on out of there or else, uh, nope, I can't think of any more. Uh, <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> yeah, because you know, sexual harassment's hilarious. Anyway, oh, so gosh. you make your way out towards, back towards the front gate. Give a nod to Captain Zodge and Liara as they uh, have requested very... Um, not forcefully, but very emphatically, that you make your way towards Candlekeep and meet with Silvaria. I don't know why that's... He's going to ask what this has to do with him personally. Well, uh, Silvaria Sy... Savicus. It's a hard one for me. Silvaria Savicus. 
is an expert on the Nine Hells, and she'll be able to help us understand what the plans for our fair city are, how the puzzle box plays into the mystery, and what we can do to prevent Baldur's Gate from being pulled into Avernus itself. I feel like this is quite a bit of responsibility for an outsider. It is. Liara turns to you and holds both your shoulders as she looks deeply into your eyes. We're counting on you, Adrian. The fate of the city and perhaps the very world is in your hands. You must be either very optimistic or very stupid. I am the wrong person for this sort of job. We believe in you, and I am a very capable, strong, uh, high armor class soldier. <laughs> And I've been put into this position of power because I'm able to choose and know who are the strong soldiers. And I see the potential in you, Adrian. You have the potential to become a great warrior. Adrian, she's looking at her deadpan, not even really reacting much to this. Like, mm, yeah, sure. I was like you when I was younger. <laughs> Flipping. Like an arrow to the knee. Not a care in the world until I took it out of me. <laughs> now I watch this wall. Oh no. Go, Adrian. Take your turtle friend and your monk friend with you. They'll have He's your back, hopefully. Right there. Look, they're, they're not my friends. I don't even think we're acquaintances. Honestly, they seem like horrific. They're the same job with the same goal. They just seem like terrible anchors that'll weigh you down. Hopefully, they might serve as a shield and take a bullet. <laughs> Or catch an arrow that was meant for you. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm pretty sure that turtle is conspiring against me, but... <sighs> Surely. What am I to say? He had an evil look in his eye. I'm pretty sure he's a, a cow killer. <laughs> That's quite a way to put it. I hate to use that slur, but, you know, honestly, when the, <laughs> when the boot fits... God. But she gives you uh, a final pep talk and says, um, and uh, equips you with uh, all the uh, essentials that you'll need for your journey and sends you out. Oh, I hate being kicked out of the city. Yep. And on the other side of the gates, as you uh, wade through the mass of refugees that have set up a tent city out here outside the gates. Because I'll live outside the gates now. Uh, you make your way out into the broader countryside and towards Candlekeep where uh, Silvira Savakis waits with information hopefully on the city and how to protect it from the dark flaming forces below two great bridges meet as you make your way uh, through the countryside you see Wyrum's Crossing Two bridges meet at a tall, rocky island that rises from the middle of the Churianthar River. Buildings and merchant stalls line the sides of both bridges, making it impossible to see the river from the narrow, congested roadway that cuts between the structures. Wooden drawbridges connect the two bridges to keep a suitable atop the island. The flags of Baldur Gate and the Flaming Fist wave proudly above the fortress. And that is what you see as we end tonight's session. Oh, yeah. Don't spill out stuff. I'm 
Oh, 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 hello everyone. Old Sisney here, hiring young single women to dance as princesses in our Sisneyland Castle Dance Club. Oh, paid in cash daily with wages to earn extra for those willing. Princesses are expected to be clean, so amenity pass holders are a must. No tests need not apply. Hope to see you soon. And remember, oh, oh.